Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm David Kern, and today is Friday, September 8th, 2023. Today's poem is by Mary Oliver, who was an American poet who was born on September 10th, 1935, and died in January of 2019. Her birthday is this weekend, so it seemed like the right time to do a poem by her. She, of course, won the National Book Award and the Pulitzer Prize, and uh, is one of the best-selling, best-known poets in the last uh, 25 to 50 years. Uh, And the poem that I'm going to read today, I think, is an example of why she is beloved. It's called Beside the Waterfall. I'll read it once, offer a few comments, and then read it one more time, and that will be today's episode. Beside the Waterfall. At dawn, the big dog, Winston by name, reached down into the leaves tulips and willows mostly, beside the white waterfall, and dragged out into plain sight a fawn. It was scarcely larger than a rabbit, and thankfully it was dead. Winston looked over the delicate spotted body, and then deftly tackled the beautiful flower-like head, breaking it and breaking it off and swallowing it. All the while this was happening, it was growing lighter. When I called to him, Winston merely looked up. Grizzled around the chin and with kind eyes, he too, if you're willing, had a face like a flower. And then the red sun, which had been rising all the while anyway, broke clear of the trees and dropped its wild, clawed light over everything. So if you read much of anything about Mary Oliver, you're going to read about how she was a poet who wrote and observed uh, the natural world, that her poems were about nature, Uh, that she was following in the footsteps of people like Thoreau or Whitman, um, Keats, Shelley, people like that. You'd also read that, like Wendell Berry, her poems are filled with images and experiences from walks near her home, that, of course, dogs show up in her poems. Occasionally, you will find her compared to Emily Dickinson. And what I like about this poem is the way that it combines uh, Dickinson as well as, you know, the, the, the lyrical poets who were concerned with the natural world. There is a sort of lyricism in this poem, especially at the beginning, but it quickly turns. And in that turn, I think, is where it is most like Emily Dickinson. There's a darkness at the core of this poem that is also sort of uh, a sense of realism. There's a sort of griminess to it that is right there alongside that lyricism that we see in, you know, the final stanza. If you take a look at this poem, it also looks like a Dickinson poem, and it also looks a bit like a waterfall. I highly recommend you check it out. You can find it on Poetry Foundation or other places. The lines of different varying lengths seem to be piling on one another and then dropping. It seems to have this cascading visual effect if you look at the poem on the page. And the great poets can take that visual effect and have it right there in the sound, in the language, in the musicality of the poem. And I think that's here as well, right alongside that combination of lyrical and uh, sort of griminess that you get in this poem. The grittiness is perhaps the better word. It's a poem about nature, but it's not just a poem about how beautiful nature is. It's a poem that is realistic about nature. The fawn is dead. The dog is toying with that poor corpse. She calls the 
the fawn's head flower-like, but then later on, she calls the dog's head flower-like as well, as if to remind us that, as she puts it later, nature is wild and clawed, and yet the light rises over it, uh, nonetheless. And with that, I will read it one more time. So this is Mary Oliver's Beside the Waterfall. At dawn, the big dog, Winston by name, reached down into the leaves, tulips and willows mostly, beside the white waterfall, and dragged out into plain sight a fawn. It was scarcely larger than a rabbit, and thankfully it was dead. Winston looked over the delicate spotted body and then deftly tackled the beautiful flower-like head, breaking it and breaking it off and swallowing it. All the while this was happening, it was growing lighter. When I called to him, Winston merely looked up, grizzled around the chin, and with kind eyes. He too, if you're willing, had a face like a flower. And then the red sun, which had been rising all the while anyway, broke clear of the trees and dropped its wild, clawed light over everything. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back on Monday with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or to support this show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. On behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios, especially our engineer Logan Green, I'm David Kern. Until next time, happy reading.